I'm not grabbing my pearls. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. The kisses were 80 out of 10 for me. Wow. They were hot. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark review podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a lifelong Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy, but you can call me Aunt Dodie. <laughs> I mean, if you know, you know. You, I don't know if the Hallmark listeners even <laughs> get the reference here. It's the boot. It's the freaking boot and the crutches and the scooter. Yeah. I could just have played Aunt Dodie in this movie. Indeed. Today we're discussing Picture of Her, which originally aired on Saturday, March 25th on the Hallmark Channel. If you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram. And if you're not, you're missing out. We are both at Girls Got Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. You can also jump into our Facebook group at Girls Gone Hallmark. Is it at Girls Gone Hallmark? Just look for Girls Gone Hallmark <laughs> in Facebook. It's going to come up. I will also leave a link in the show notes. Let's talk Hallmark for a minute. Yeah. I have some holiday movie news. Already? Yeah. Tell me. So we have a Hallmark Christmas movie titled Christmas Goals, filming in Kelowna, British Columbia, that stars Kevin McGarry and Kim Matula. Oh. We have another movie Filming in Connecticut, being directed by Dustin Reichert. We don't have a lot of information about that, but some photos that were shared by one Sleepy Kitty Paw include Mr. Michael Rady in them. So oh. it would appear that we're going to get our wish of more Michael Rady. That's amazing. I'm super excited to see him in another movie. And finally, Hallmark went mainstream this week with a mention on a show you and I both love, One Ted Lasso. Yes, I saw... Uh, Somebody in our Facebook group talked about it, which included a Ted Lasso spoiler. And I was like, oh, man, I haven't started the season yet. Oh, I don't even remember the spoiler. Because Megan just speed reads, but without catching all the details. Also, I've seen the show, so. You've watched the new season? Yeah. Oh, we haven't started it. We're only two episodes. We're waiting. We need, because we like to watch them like back to back to back to back to back. So we like to stock up a little bit. Yeah, it's only two. It was kind of a bummer because typically when they launch a new show, you would at least get the first two. Mm -hmm. And it was one. Because mm -hmm, Apple TV knows that people are just chomping at the bit for Ted Lasso. So yeah. So the line was Hallmark Christmas movies are films that feature women from the big city falling in love with their childhood crushes. It's usually some fella that owns a Christmas tree farm. Sometimes he's also Santa Claus or a prince. They suck, but they're great. But they also mostly suck. But they're also kind of great. They're good with the sound offs. They're good with the sound off. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about what's been happening on Instagram. Well, we uh, launched our King of Hallmark March Madness-esque Mm -hmm. movie not movie bracket guy bracket dude bracket dude bracket um it's been wild bananas mm -hmm. non-stop over there yeah it blew up it yeah like too much where like i can't handle it yeah like i had it i shut down the other night i was like oh megan you have to take over <laughs> i can't do it anymore <laughs> just so many DMs. Yeah. So, so many DMs. And hey, like, it's great. We love it. It just took me by surprise a little bit. I agree. I was a little surprised. And whenever you do something like this, they're, you know, 
there's a learning curve for some people. Uh-huh. But the engagement was amazing. Thank you to everyone who participated and who shared. As of the recording of this episode, we have not crowned a winner. But as of the airing of this episode, we will be on the final hours mm-hmm. of voting for right. the top two. Right. So if you still want to, like, get your vote in there. Hop on over to Girls Gone Hallmark on Instagram. In our Instagram stories and see if it you can still vote. Yeah. Yeah, it's been wild, right? Bananas. Beyond. Like, we did something like this around Christmas time with the Countdown to Christmas movies, but this has been... The fandoms come hard for the men of Hallmark. Yeah. I can appreciate their... What's the word I'm looking for? Intensity? Yeah. I can appreciate it. Yeah. I just want it to be clear. Like, it's nothing... It's not personal to us. You know what I mean? Like, we're not trying to take anybody down. We're not trying to put these two, like, fan favorites against each other. Like, it's... It's all in good fun. Although someone did comment, oh, well, your number one seeds are in the top four. I couldn't tell if it was like, how did that happen? Well, it happened because they were the number one seeds for a reason. You wouldn't be that surprised to see the number one seed in March Madness basketball make it to the final four. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's been some questions if we're going to do this for a like a women's bracket. Didn't we talk about this last week? I guess we did, but I don't know if we came to a conclusion on it. Um, I think the answer is no. Okay. We talked. It just feels different. We have another fun bracket idea. I also had another idea, too. Oh, good. Oh, good. I won't share it today, but I'll tell you later. Yeah. I just don't want to pit women against women. Agree. I I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And I had this conversation with my husband last night, and he's like, well, why is it okay to do it with the men? And I'm like... I don't know. We I know this conversation I don't last week. I don't know answer. why it feels different. It just does. Okay. So stay tuned over there. Let's move on to a picture of her with a synopsis. All right. Beth unwittingly becomes the subject of an award-winning magazine cover and goes on a quest to uncover the true identity of the mystery photographer who snapped her photo. Starring Rhiannon Fish and Tyler Hines. Award-winning? I have so many problems with that. That's what the synopsis says. Award-winning magazines cover. It's award-winning magazines cover. The magazine itself is award-winning. Yes. I got you. Yes. I have thoughts about that. Oh, me too. Well, of course, this movie stars one Tyler Hines. He's been in a... Quite a few Hallmark movies, but his very first was It's Christmas Eve, starring Leanne Rimes. Mm. And he says that when he was asked to do that movie, he knows that she sings. And he was like, am I going to be asked to sing? And they're like, no, sir. And he was all in. Because he doesn't sing? <laughs> Apparently not. When, when, when did that come out? How long has he been on the Hallmark Channel? 2018, maybe. That's it? It's Christmas Eve, Hallmark. 2018. I was right. Get out. I honestly thought it's been a lot longer than that, considering how many fans he has. Someone said that Andrew Walker was the guy who got Tyler Hines into Hallmark. Is that true? I don't know. I can't corroborate that, but they are related by marriage. Andrew Walker's wife, Cassandra Troy, is Tyler Hines' cousin. Oh. And is that just coincidence, or do they get together like at family functions? Like, did they find this out like some DNA test and they're like, oh, yo, we're related. Hmm. That's cute. Me thinks those two are going to go up against each other in the uh, 
final two championship. For sure. I'd be shocked if they didn't. <laughs> shocked. So that's really funny. This was filmed in Vancouver, Canada. I uh, read in an interview on just Jared that Rhiannon Fish talked about how cold it was while they were filming this movie. Yeah. And that the crew had built these like covers to cover the actors and the cameraman to block out like the snowy weather that they were experiencing. Oh, wow. So they could have the L.A. sun. Yeah, I guess. Isn't that, especially I think uh, when they were doing those water scenes, it was really, really cold. Well, those looked cold because, you mean in Washington? Yeah. I mean, Pacific Northwest, I think it's okay that those those looked cold to me. They looked gray and mm-hmm. cold. But I feel like it's like that all the time. Well, maybe they did. See, I was assuming it was those scenes, but maybe it was like just the sunny LA What scenes. was supposed to be the sunny LA yeah. scenes, and they just had, were like blasting them with like camera lights and, or, you know, whatever, just yeah. to look like it was sunny California. This movie was directed by Michael Robison. He has 78 directing credits, including Tyler Hines' movies An Unexpected Christmas and It Was Always You. Apparently, that's the fan favorite, It Was Always You. We reviewed that. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. We liked it. I liked it more than you did. Yeah, that's when I was, like, really bothered by his hair and I couldn't see past, like, the long hair. So maybe well, that is him. also another movie where you've got a woman who is in a relationship with another man. Oh, see, I don't remember the details. I believe she's engaged to his brother. Oh, oof. Mm. This was written by Donald Davenport, who has just a handful of writing credits. His last was from 2012, and it was called Hell and Mr. Fudge. <laughs> I, this actually was co-written. Really? Yeah. According to IMDb, that's the only one that's showing like a writing credit, but IMDb, IMDb didn't even credit the director. Yeah. Jeff Wood is the other writer. And Jeff Wood produced Helen Mr. Fudge. So those two know each other those somehow. Each okay. Other. Great. Rhiannon Fish co-stars in this movie. She has 21 acting credits, including on Hallmark, Nikki and Nora's Sister Sleuth and A Splash of Love. As well as Science Seal Delivered, the 27-hour day. She's definitely a Hallmark-supporting actress who's been de- elevated to a lead role. Do you enjoy her as a lead actress? Yes. I thought she and Tyler had great chemistry. Me too. Samantha Ferris plays Aunt Dodie. She has mm-hmm. 85 acting credits, including movies like The Eight Gifts of Hanukkah, Garage Sale Mysteries, plus Deep Cut, 24 episodes of The 4400, which is a sci-fi series Wendy would hate, but my husband and I loved. Oh, It's about 4,400 people who are abducted by aliens and then returned to Earth. Mm -hmm. And finally, one fun little note, Jason Furukawa plays Hero at the Farmer's Market. He also directed last week's A Winning Team. Let's move on to first impressions. Is Tyler Hines playing Tyler Hines in this movie? (laughs) I mean, I feel like right down to the clothing choices. My first impression is I've never looked that good in a candid photo. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're right. She, the photo of her was stunning. And I was like, of me, it would have been like, yep. And I just made like a horrible double chin face. So, yeah. When I got married, the photojournalistic photography yes, style was same. all the rage. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to my photographer about it because I didn't know anything about anything. But, you know, you hear something, you're like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And he was like, look. We will catch so many photos of the day. He goes, but if you do not have a list of 
staged photos, you're going to be so disappointed when you get to the end of the night and you're like, I don't have a photo with this person. I don't like the way I look in that person. You need a photo where you can know you're having your Mm. photo taken. I just recently looked at my wedding photos, which also fell into the photojournalism category. It was just all the rage in 2000, 2001 Mm -hmm. and whenever you got married. 2005. And some of the pictures are real bad. Like really Did bad. You, some are me on silly. the dance floor and I'm like, God, I look like a sweaty mess. I'm uh, like, what? Why did I choose this photo? <laughs> Terrible. All right. What did we like about this movie? So you said it earlier. Really thought the chemistry between Tyler Hines and Rihanna Fish was pretty exceptional. Yeah. I was floored by the amount of kissing that they had throughout this movie. Mm. And not that I'm saying I didn't like it. I liked it. Like, it was great. Like, I'm tired of the we have to wait to the very last second kiss in a Hallmark movie. That doesn't feel realistic to me. Yes. So give me kisses throughout. At one point, I'm certain I saw tongue. Yeah. Did you? I I mean, it felt that way. I it was hot. Saw tongue. It It was steamy for a Hallmark movie, I thought. I'm not grabbing my pearls. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. The kisses were 80 out of 10 for me. Wow. They were hot. They were great. I agree. Prior to this movie airing, Rhiannon and Fish had shared a behind-the-scenes photo. She and Tyler are, like, huddled around a heater. And there's nothing objectively steamy about that photo. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not touching. But I felt, like, in that photo, just something about it, I was like, oh, these two are, like, hot for each other. I was wondering, you know how people have like onset relationships because they're together for so long. Mm -hmm. And these movies, you know, are like a three week turnaround. Mm -hmm. Do the actors, those who are not married, hopefully hooking up with each other. I mean, how do you meet people? You meet people at work. I would imagine it's happening. Right. There was something very obvious between these two. I think so, too. I was like, I want, I did. I don't want to take away from their acting. Ah, This I wanted to say. Yeah. Last week when we were discussing the cases of mystery lane, we talked about a lot of the dialogue and you wondered if in some of those scenes, Paul Campbell had ad-libbed some of those. I saw a thread on Twitter that I wanted to point out because I thought it was a really interesting, it was from Linda Holmes, who's a writer. And she said, oftentimes when there's great dialogue, people will say, oh, did the actor ad-lib that? And she said, what I think we forget is, and I'm paraphrasing her, is it's an actor's job to show up and make you believe that those lines are things that they would Mm. naturally say. They're not Mm. delivering a line. And it's the writer's job to write great lines. So when we say things like that, it's like, well, a writer couldn't have come. Yeah. So she said, just believe that the actor is that good at their job and the writer is that good at their job. I thought that was an interesting Mm. perspective. So it is. Perhaps they're just fantastic actors, but I think it was hot. It was. I liked the grounding force of Aunt Dodie. I have something to say about her in my wish for section. Oh. It's not a negative. I just want to dive into it. But I thought she was a nice, instead of the best friend role, Mm -hmm. we get this kind of like advisory aunt role. Mm -hmm. And I really liked her in that role. I thought she was obviously very loving towards Beth, but she also was kind of like a firm straight shooter. Yes. Yeah. And I really liked that. She wasn't just feeding her what she wanted to hear. And same goes for Jake's character too. Yeah. She was she was firm but loving with them. I agree. She is on my liked list. Good. I, Samantha Ferris. I enjoyed her quite a bit mm-hmm. in this movie. 
not because I felt like a kismet with her, but she was not just because you're boot buddies. Because we're boot <laughs> buddies, I enjoyed her quite a bit. Uh, okay, so in this movie, one thing I really liked was that Jake goes to Beth in Washington at the end of the movie, right? Yeah. He goes seeking her out. Of course, like, there's this whole, like, where do I find her? Like, kind of this thread, like, how did they find her? Where do I find her? I'm like, yo, it's the internet. Like, you can find <laughs> anybody, right? Um, but I like that he he went to seek her out. And what I really liked about this movie is that they have this conversation and she comes to the realization that she is meant to be in Washington state and he's good with that. And he uproots his life yeah. to stay there, which is such a opposite of everything we've always gotten on Hallmark yeah. that the woman uproots her entire life for the dude. I, it was a nice twist that yeah. I appreciated and liked and was like, but then again, like he, his character, Jake's this like free spirit. I'm a freelancer type photographer. I can't, there's nothing tying him to Los Angeles. Yeah. And he wants to break away from that Shutterbot celeb scene. Right. So like, that's very convenient. Yeah. It worked out for both of them. He's not like leaving his family and leaving his job and leaving that, you know. Yeah. So we'll take a win where we can get it. Yes, exactly. One scene I kind of really liked is the I'm embarrassed scene when he's taking photos of her and she's like, well, she like kind of gets the mm, ick and yeah. she stops him. And just the way it's handled is so nice. He like immediately stops. And then in the rest of that scene, like they don't really make a big deal out of it. They move on. But in the rest of that scene, he's very respectful of her boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like he's going to show her how to use the camera. Like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to golf that moment. Oh, God. That was a hot It was. A hot was. But before he does it, he doesn't just like immediately get in her space. He asks her yes. permission yeah. in a really natural way. I thought those two scenes played really nicely together. My last thing that I liked about this, I really enjoyed Rhiannon Fish overall, and I like her as a lead. There were some acting choices that bothered me a little bit, but I think it's a me problem. Mm. But overall, I liked her. I think she's stunning. I think she's a good actress. I like, I would watch her in other things. Let's talk about what we wished for. Okay. Well, because I talked about Aunt Dodie, I wanted to talk about this in my wish. Aunt Dodie just needed to slow her roll a little bit with her, like. That's not a scooter pun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, with her, what are your intentions with our girl? They haven't even kissed at this point. Mm, yeah. Oh, she's a little defensive just because. Beth had been hurt before sure. by some like baddie in Los Angeles at but one had earlier one time. Date. I one know. date. I know. I know. I was thinking that too. Like as a parent, would I be like like if my daughter brought some dude home, I'd be like, You be careful. I don't think so. Right away? No. No, I want that person to like me. So yeah, I'm you want to develop like, a relationship yeah, yeah, before yeah, you yeah. clap their ass. Yeah, exactly. I found a little a few things hard to believe in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Such as Beth's photo going viral. I'm quoting viral, yeah. guys. Yeah. First of all, it's on some, to me, like on a magazine that you find in a free stand. Yes. Like a. Like the OC Weekly. Something like that. Yes. Like it's, it's basically full of advertisements. And for it's a like, local magazine. Right. So I. Uh, 
I had some problems with like, oh, now her photo's on the front, which is great, fine, whatever. But now she's like this instant celebrity where like people are taking selfies with her on the street after the magazine hits the free newsstand. A thousand percent. I was bothered by that. Now, would it be more believable to me if this was like an internet magazine or a meme or something where there could be a viral moment of this person? Yes. That I would find more believable. I mean, they do have a web presence. So listener Mike sent in his thoughts on this movie. And one of the things he said was like, oh, I don't live in L.A., but I found that moment where they're all taking selfies with her unbelievable. Well, it's even less believable in L.A. Mm. For like, sure. Nobody cares. Yeah. And they're all trying to do the same thing in L.A. That newsstand <laughs> moment, I was like, eh, here's what I think. This photo isn't an iconic photo like the kiss taken in Times Square on VJ Day. You mm -hmm. know the photo I'm talking I do. about. Yeah. It's a beautiful photo. She's a beautiful woman. If someone took that photo of me, I'd blow it up and hang it <laughs> in my fireplace. <laughs> but with the internet, photos like that are a little bit a dime a dozen. Beautiful women. Was it like, oh, we're seeing into her soul. She's having this private moment. Maybe I like that story that like he had captured this moment of her. Yeah. I just wasn't so sure that I bought the virality of it all. They want you on this talk show. They want you in this ad campaign. I agree. The meme comment is great. Like something else needed to happen. It needed to be more about just the photo. Right. I'm not saying like this has never happened. And the the incident that comes to mind is when Pam Anderson was seen at a hockey game and she was like in the audience, in mm -hmm. the crowd at mm -hmm. a hockey game. Mm -hmm. And they put her up on the like big screen. And then from there, she was like asked to be in a campaign for like a beer thing and blah, blah, blah. This is like a million years ago. And if you have know this. recently watched her documentary on Netflix, you would understand my reference here. But, like, so it does happen when, like, some person is picked out of obscurity, sure. right? I just didn't buy it for this movie. So I'm not saying, like, it cannot happen. I don't disagree. I agree with both your points there. Uh, that being said, the conflict about him having taken the photo, accidentally submitting it, she ends up on the cover, she's mad that he lied. I didn't think we needed any of that. Mm-hmm. I think the conflict about Jake being Shutterbot and not being forthright about that, not about that he had taken his picture, but about she knows him as this photographer who captures beautiful moments of people, of landscapes. He really likes to see things through that lens. But really where he probably makes most of his money is in these salacious celebrity photos, which is why he uses this fake name. Mm -hmm. And I think there's enough conflict in the contrast between those two personalities or at least what he sees as the contrast between those personalities without needing this lie about that photo again then you don't have a movie but it would be a very different movie i just i don't know i agree with you i think that whole thing could have been easily cleared up he had the moment when he hands her the frame yeah i took it and he chickened out yeah I don't... You're a tough guy who rides a motorcycle. Yeah, dude. You've, you've got this. Yeah. Um, I just also would like to note that it's funny that they made his character, Jake, to be this, like, paparazzi guy, right? Mm -hmm. And I think 
at a time in Los Angeles, there was this huge like paparazzi on every street corner in Los Angeles, in Hollywood, looking for that photo of a celebrity, you know, coming out of a store, coming out, whatever, right? I don't think there's a market for it anymore like it was in the early 2000s. Because of the social media. Yes, because of social media. Because you got tipster Janice. If she's sitting at that restaurant and that musician is there with not his wife, yes. She's going to take that photo, post it on Instagram, and it's going to go viral there. Yes, and then all the news outlets then pick it up. Like, I don't think there is, and I don't know shit about shit, but... I don't think there is, like I said, like a market. Like there's no like price tag on this like one photo anymore. Not the way it was for sure. Yeah. You know, as an example, Wendy's deep into the Vanderpump Rules drama. And they just filmed the reunion. And there's all these photos of outside the reunion of people, you know, catching this drama that's happening. Those are all cell phone photos. Those are not... Nobody is there with a DSLR (laughs) telephoto lens. You can tell it's someone like zooming in from behind a car. Right. Exactly. So it's just, it's, it's a weird storyline to me. And I can understand like he is maybe a little ashamed and embarrassed that he has this job that pays the bills Mm -hmm. while his true art is like taking photographs of beautiful things. Like I can understand that whole like thing. And I actually think that to me is like, what would have made the movie really interesting if we would have like deep dived into that. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I, yeah, I think there's more of a reveal there when she realizes that he's maybe hidden this other part of himself. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean about who he is when he's exploiting this part of other people's lives? Yes. Yes. Private moment. I thought Beth, the character of Beth acted very naive at times. Uh-huh. And you're to tell me that this is a girl who is educated, who has lived in LA on her own already and now is returning, but she's so like to me when she's being propositioned for the talk show and a commercial and all this stuff and like believes this like smarmy agent guy. Yeah. Why is she being so naive? Like she would like she rolled up off a bus in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm like, I don't, it just, the two sides of this character didn't make sense to me. Yes. I don't disagree. All right. Let's talk. Did you see that? Yes. When the actress Devin Davies gets arrested for shoplifting, Janice Mm -hmm. comments, I guess a million a movie isn't enough. And I think that line should have been like 10 million a movie because I don't think a million a movie is a lot of money. I'd take a million a movie. Sure, me too. But if we're to believe this person is a huge star to the point that her shoplifting is going to be big news. Right. Well, it's a real throwback to when, when like, Winona Ryder shoplifted, Lindsay Lohan. It was all during that time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't shoplifting because they didn't have money. No, of course not. They were shoplifting for the thrill of it. Right. There's one line when they are getting ready to eat some ice cream and then there's a line about the Los Angeles weather mm. and they say something like it has been raining a lot. And I, it was funny because I know this movie was made months ago, mm-hmm. but it, for people who don't live in Southern California, it has rained a lot here. And I just thought it was really funny. Like that, that lined up. It was so a, well. it was a reference. Yes. It worked out. It worked out for them. Yeah. 
Am I to believe that he rode his motorcycle from Los Angeles to Washington? That's like two days by car. I know. I don't know. I thought about that same thing, too, because in my mind, I was like, wait a minute. It takes like 14 hours to get to Oregon, I think. Yeah. And then Washington is above Oregon. Like, that's a lot of driving. Did he stop? He had I've to. driven from here to Seattle. It took us two days. It's a long drive. Yeah, we're supposed to believe he rode his motorcycle. Okay. Cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of riding things, no one rides bicycles in Los Angeles, guys. You get run over. And on top San of that. San Vicente is like a freaking freeway. I ride my bike on San Vicente. No, you don't. Well, and it was funny, too, because wherever they were going and they were, like, shopping or something, they, like, parked their bikes did not lock them. Ooh, walk away from them. Those are gone in Los Angeles. No, you just don't. No. Yeah, the the Los Angeles scenes were entirely too pretty to be L.A. Yeah, There's I hate a to lot. break it to you guys. There's a lot to be said for L.A. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not pretty. No, there's pockets that are pretty, I think. Two things. In one scene, they were eating ice cream, and it looked like they were, I don't know if you remember this, but there was an ice cream cart, and then they go to sit down in the behind the ice cream cart, and it looks like a covid era like outdoor dining space that they built like on the street instead like wooden steps something like that okay they use the same exact spot for the next date when he gives her the photo he gives her the yes it was not the ice cream spot anymore no the cart was gone yeah speaking of farmers markets people only dinner shop at the farmers market in movies never do i go to the farmers no i go to the grocery store yeah I love the idea of going to a farmer's market. Like, oh, let me go get my fresh ingredients. No, I don't do that. No. I'd like to bring back a segment I like to call Megan's husband says. Okay. First up, after Jake tells Aunt Dodie that he fell in love with Beth, he shouts at the TV, three days, because. Oh, yeah. And then when Beth, at the end of the movie, asks Jake, why didn't you tell me? He says, because then Hallmark couldn't draw this dumb conversation out into a two-hour movie. Wow, he's really turned. Like, he, he likes a Christmas movie, but yeah, he's become more cynical. Yeah. Really? He doesn't like the non-fall, non-Christmas movies. I mean, but it's the same stories, different seasons. So uh, he just likes the aesthetics of the Christmas movie. I will say when he, he didn't watch this whole movie, but when he came downstairs, he was like, eh, at least you get a pretty face to watch. So Was he talking about Tyler Even Rubian? he's <laughs> team Tyler Hines. <laughs> Speaking of Tyler Hines, Hallmark failed us. He did not have a candy cane in his mouth. Or like a toothpick. However, I don't know if you caught it. At the beginning of the movie, he's like fiddling with his like camera stuff. And he does have a camera piece hanging out of his mouth. Uh, it is in his mouth. Yeah, that sounds familiar. But yeah, I need like a toothpick. Did you see the Jonathan Bennett Instagram story? I did. His I little did. Tyler Hines moment. I, I did. It. It's gone. Otherwise, we would share it for you. All right. Would you rate this movie? I gave it four stars. Wow. It was, it was nice to look at. I enjoyed it. I was. I don't expect more than a four star movie unless it includes Andrew Walker and Paul Campbell and is written by Paul Campbell and can release us it. Yeah, I gave it three point seven five stars. Yeah. It was a good, it was a solid movie. I, I did ask in our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group, like if this is people's new favorite Tyler Hines movies, a lot of votes, yes. Mm. Uh, a lot of people also said that It Was Always You is remains their favorite. 
Yeah, that's funny. I would not call that my favorite Tyler Hines movie. Enjoyed it. Didn't love it. Love those steamy kissing scenes. Yeah. But 22% of our vote said best Tyler Hines movie of all time. 41, not as good as it was always you. 13% good, but Unexpected Christmas is still the king. Well, what I like about Unexpected Christmas more than this movie is because, and we talked about this off air too, is that Tyler was so Tyler in this movie. He didn't like stretch beyond, like, I don't know if he really had to act. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but in Unexpected Christmas, very comedic. Yes. So it was nice to see him in a role like that. Yeah. That's my two cents. All right, coming up from us later this week, we have our recap of the Way Home season finale. We also have our recap coming up of the brand new series, Ride, coming to Hallmark that premiered this weekend as well. Before you go, if you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Hop into the Apple Podcast app, tap those five stars, and let everybody know what you like about this podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 